Hey church kids, it's Brittany Drayton here, Jay Drayton's wife. I'm doing the intro for him to shake things up. This week's episode is one that will really bless your heart. It'll bless your soul. You'll really enjoy it. Jay is chatting, talking, singing with his good friend, Aaron Tipton. They've been friends for years. They've been walking with the Lord together for years. So I pray that this episode touches you and brings you joy. Enjoy another episode of Church Kids Unite. Church Kids, this is the episode that you didn't know you needed. Um, I have a dear friend, a brother in Christ, a comrade, a soldier in the army of the Lord here with me, um, a, a true pal, a true confidant. Don't you hate the word pal? I hate the word pal. It makes me feel small. <laughs> it's like somebody comes up to like the same age and says, hey, bud. Like, I cringe. Bud, buddy, and pal is really... <laughs> anyway, uh, church kids, I have the one and only. He is a, a musician extraordinaire. He is a singer. He is a missionary. Not the fake accolades. <laughs> what? We've done a mission trip together? You know, that was so many years ago. <laughs> so you don't do missions anymore? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, I scratch guess. that. He has, he has done missions work mm. previously, and he is, um, he is a preacher. I don't know if you guys know this, but I do. Um, I want you to give it up for the one and only Aaron Tipton. Woo! My pleasure, my pleasure, my pleasure. How are you? I'm alive and well, sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh my gosh, when's the last time you spoke in tongues? Like three months. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Joke. <laughs> <Yeah, I'm kidding. laughs> <laughs> Three months is crazy. You need another refilling if that's the truth. Just kidding. Just kidding. I I was in a service with Aaron just in March, and I did see him speak in tongues. Hmm. So that's two. That's two months. That's two months. Yeah. That's like, yeah, margin of error. Yeah. You're getting cold if it goes past two. <laughs> Oh boy. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that you are here. Um, Aaron is is in town on some business. <laughs> Old business. Old business. And we are just so we're so uh, so glad that that you are here. Before before we get into this song association game, mm-hmm. I want to know because I don't think I actually know. How many instruments do you play? Um, I play piano, obviously, bass, organ, guitar, and drums. So that's five, just your basic. Basic? Yeah, just your foundational, like. So you are. And I'm not like I'm not a professional at anything, but I'm I'm very like solid at everything. Okay, let's break this down. Do you get paid? Yes. So you are a professional at, at everything. I mean... That is that is the, the definition of professional. It is my profession, I guess. Okay. So yeah, I guess. So you are a professional. I guess, yes. And you I've basically could be it. your own band. Yes. If you could... If you could play everything at one time yes. that you play, you are a full band. 
I am. <sighs> Thank the Lord. How, at what age did you start playing? Ooh, uh, I, th- I think I had my first guitar when I was like six or seven. Mm-hmm. Had a mini like baby Gibson Les Paul, like a 12 volt battery amp. And I would mm-hmm. sit on stage and pretend like I was playing. So I guess I started there. Okay. Yeah. Out of the instruments that you play, what is your favorite? Mm, I would say piano, just because like the emotion you can get out of it is... Mm-hmm. You can make it real poppy, real happy, or you could go real sad or mysterious or, I mean, all, all sorts of things you could do with it. An instrument that you don't play, but, like, if there was any instrument that you could just naturally pick up and play, what would it be that you don't already play? I would love to play a saxophone. Did you say saxophone? <laughs> I did. You are so country. <laughs> But I was hoping you would like go past it and not recognize it. Aaron wants to play a saxophone. <laughs> That's crazy. Aaron, come up on it. Come up on, it, on, the, on the platform and play your saxophone for Jesus. There oh, you have it, me. folks. This is that an exclusive. Aaron, if you see Aaron out. <laughs> Just give him $5 towards his new saxophone. <laughs> I see Kenny, like I listen to Kenny G mm-hmm. piano songs, and mm-hmm. I'm just mesmerized. So it's like, which I don't, yeah, I guess it's a saxophone. Either. Yes. So. Now, that leads to a musical, especially in church, I miss hearing horn sections in music. Uh, and I feel like Israel Holton was the was the standard of like every instrument that needed to be played was being played mm-hmm. in his in his live albums. Yeah. And I don't ever see except for Kiara Sheard. Outside of that, I don't ever see like horn sections. You talked about like modern modern. Yeah. Music. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I love listening to like old Ty Trivet mm-hmm. or who is uh Tone. Yes. Like what yes. was that back 90s, early 2000s, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. That, the Out the Box album, I still listen oh, 100%. to. Because the music 100%. is crazy. 100%. Okay, so you're going to have to prove, what am I saying? You're going to have to prove your, your musical knowledge. We're going to play the song <sighs> association game. Since you play all these instruments, I am assuming that this will be no problem for you unless you indeed don't know any of the words <laughs> and just know chords. <laughs> In that case... I feel like I'm going to get exposed. <laughs> I'm so sorry for you. Okay, Aaron. Do you need to do a vocal warm-up? <clears throat> I'm good. Okay. I'm good. The first word is worthy. Oh, worthy is your name. Worthy is your name. Eric, you, have, you actually have to sing. <sighs> Do I have to? You actually have to. <sighs> you actually have to. Okay. Mm. Now I'm getting nervous. Like my, I don't, feel like please don't. I feel my body like shaking a little bit. Please don't. Please don't shake. Don't shake. <laughs> It'll mess up the microphone. Please don't shake. Mess up the audio. Okay. Okay. Um, Jesus, Jesus. Worthy is your name, Jesus. 
You deserve the praise. I, I said, I, Aaron, why don't I you sing it. more? I just, I just don't. I sung one time in the Holiness Church, and it was dreadful. They scarred you that bad? They did. Oh, no. They did. I sang in the Holiness Church a, a couple times. It was scarring, too, but it wasn't the singing that scarred me. Anyway, the next word, the next word is lamb. Oh, no. Uh, the lamb who was slain, was that Chris, Chris Tomlin? Ah, uh, oh, frick. <laughs> uh, I can't remember it. The, the lamb that was slain. Can I Google? <laughs> no. Are you sure it's... Uh, oh. Worthy. Huh? Worthy is the lamb who was slain. Uh, oh, yeah. Worthy. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know if that's Chris Tomlin or Passion. Is that This is Amazing Grace? This is Amazing... Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's one of them. Yeah. Okay. Peace. Peace, peace. Wonderful. Great choice. Yeah. Place. Oh. Oh man, this one stuck me. Yeah. It's a hard one. I don't know. Okay. What's the consequences? The consequence of you missing one is that a jewel out of your crown in heaven is taken out. Uh, I'm at zero already, so. What? Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> okay. No, you have, you okay. have, right now you have uh, four, four jewels. <laughs> Place. Okay, do you remember the song, Wrap Me in Your Arms? Yes. Okay. Take me to that place. Okay. Got it. You got it, you got, got it. it. Thanks. Thanks. I give you thanks for all right. you done. Yeah. God. Are you phoning a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I immediately look that direction? Like, help! <laughs> Guys, I hate to inform you of this, but it appears Aaron is cheating. <laughs> And a song association came about God. Uh, and the word is still God. <laughs> oh man, I'm failing so miserably. Um <clears throat> I, am, <laughs> I am stumped right now. You're gonna you're gonna get stumped on God? Yeah. Okay, okay. We'll come back to that. Forever. Oh no. Come up with a word, a song for forever. You are amazing, God. That Chris Tomlin. Indescribable, uncontainable. Where is forever in all struggling. Oh, forever? I thought we were still on oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, okay, we'll take that. You are amazing, God. Okay. Forever. Oh. There's a big one. Forever Yahweh. 
Oh, sure. I don't know the lyrics. I was thinking Forever by Carrie Jope, but we'll take that. We'll take that. This is the last word. Okay. Provider. Jehovah Jireh. Classic. Classic. My God, that was stressful. <laughs> like my hands are sweating. <laughs> like my face is burning. Ugh. I have never actually played that being asked the like to come up with a song. So I feel like it's easy, but it might not be in in real life. So you did great. All of your jewels are in your crown. Oh, um, that you will give to Jesus on that day. Speaking of the crowns that we give to Jesus, mm -hmm. we sing a song at our church called Robe and Crown. Mm -hmm. I shall wear a robe and crown. Mm -hmm. And I really question that song every time we sing it because I do know that we're going to wear a robe, but I don't know if we're actually going to wear the crown because mm -hmm. we're going to cast it at the feet of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I think that we're singing a lie every time we sing it. And I'm going to start telling them that I'm unavailable to sing <laughs> on the Sundays that we're singing a robe and crown. Because are we going to wear a robe and crown? I don't know. I don't know. We shall see. On so, that great day. On that great day. Aaron, I've got a few <clears throat> church questions for yeah. you. Let's say you are a pastor. You are running a... First off, if you're a pastor, hypothetically speaking, what is the name of your church? Ooh, um, probably something very Jesus-centered, like Jesus people, but that's already, like, taken. Okay. Or, um, Revive or something like that, I don't know. Okay, so, like... Jesus name temple of Christ. <laughs> I think we can leave like that whole like we don't we don't need a paragraph. But <laughs> those are my favorites. Oh no. So well, you ain't coming to my church. You just, <laughs> so you just want the church to be called Jesus? Or, I don't I don't know. Just something. That like, could be something, something like I'm I'm going to Jesus. I'm going to Jesus. Where do you go to church at? I go to Jesus. Jesus. Hey, the more I think about it, <laughs> I'm going to Jesus. I'm going to Jesus. I was at Jesus. Yeah, okay, that's that's weird. Jesus I church. was at Jesus last night. I was at JC last night, Jesus Church. Jesus Church. JC. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jesus Church. Ideally speaking, how many members mm -hmm. does Jesus Church have? Oh, man, probably like 120. <laughs> That's the perfect number. That, with 120, hey. you can change the world. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if, if if you're the 121st person, we're so sorry. The uh, doors of the church are shut. Yeah. Maybe you can get into the second service at JC. Mm. Okay, so JC, 120 members. Um, what are some random rules this really doesn't have to be spiritual at all mm -hmm. but just like some bylaws some rules that you have in the church because it's your church mm -hmm. jesus is backing anything you say at this point mm -hmm. just give me some random rules that you would have 
Oh, uh, I would have rules for people prophesying over people. Like, no prophesying over Mary, or like your spouse. Okay. Or saying, hey, like you're going to get a check in the mail in 90 days. But that's, that's cool too. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're actual, like, I think having people appointed that actually works in that gift mm-hmm. instead of just letting it be like just for granted, anybody can do anything. I would probably like sort of hone that in a little bit. Now, riddle me this. <clears throat> Why do you think, first off, have you ever been prophesied to that you were going to marry somebody? No, I don't think I have. I have been prophesied to that I was going to find a million dollars. Yes. What? Find? Yeah. And then, like, yeah. And then, like, the pastor came up to me after service and told me, he's like, hey, that guy, he's the real deal, and tried to convince me of, like, the prophecy being real. So not like somebody was going to give you a million or you were going to earn a million. You were going to find a million dollars in cash? I've been looking there every day since. (laughs) Every day since. Well, I really hope that that you find a million. Wow. I I would probably rather be prophesied to who I was going to marry than... That's so disappointing, right? A a million dollars? Yeah. Yeah. And you guys have to be really careful (laughs) with, one, the people who are prophesying who people are supposed to marry. Because that, like, free will is a thing. Mm -hmm. So not only, like, like, if you prophesy... That I'm supposed to marry Brittany, which we did get married. But let's say you prophesy that and Brittany chooses not to marry me. Then the whole prophecy is just like... Like prophesying something that depends on two people's free wills is a lot. Yeah. It's it's, it's a lot. So let me ask you this. Do you believe that God has the one for you? Or you believe like it's really... Who you choose to like it's up to you it's like your choice <clears throat> okay here is my personal beliefs uh-huh. everyone hear that personal I believe that God does have an ideal path for us I believe that marriage is a choice. Covenant is a choice. Getting with someone and staying with someone is a choice. Um, So, is there, well, okay, biblically, there were multiple wives, you know, depending on one's financial status and, like, if he could support multiple families. So with that, you are, is there the one? I don't know, but I do know that ideally with the way that God's relationship is set up with us, he is 
jealous for us. He's jealous for our attention. He wants to it, it to be just us and him. So I I feel like it's best to um, how can I say this? I feel like it's best to really see like okay, where am I going in life? What am I doing in life? And the person that I'm with or the person that I think is going to be my spouse, significant other forever, do they match up with that? Do they want the same things? Do they... Because, like, the quickest way for a relationship not to work is for you to be going in total opposite directions. So I think that it needs to be a thing of, like, Okay, this is this is where I see myself going. I want you to go with me. You make me better. I make you better. I see your goal and it has to be both ways. And I see this a lot of times when it comes to like ministry couples yeah. where one person is just serving the the vision of the other but the one in ministry never is like do you have anything you want to do is there anything that i can support you with like it has to be it has to be both ways but i don't i don't know if it is just like god has this one person or if it's a decision that is just like this is what i'm doing and i'm you know and Clearly, there's there's gonna be people with just like blatant red flags where it's mm -hmm. like absolutely not, no, yeah. never. Yeah. But there are gonna be times where there is <clears throat> someone that like it's like uh, I could. Yeah. But it's not the the best. And then two, I think when we we need to seek God. This is a long answer. We need to seek God for wisdom. But I have seen people say like, oh, this person is the one. God told me this person is the one. And then it, that person has free will, you know? And so if, if that person decides to go off and do whatever, leave you brokenhearted, is, is, is there no <laughs> chance of finding some? Because, like, how serious is the one? If it's the one, that means... Anything else is failure. Right. So, I... I just think that when, when you feel that you've met the one, the one for you, then it's just... This is, this is us. This is, and like one thing that my mother-in-law said when me and Brittany were engaged, she said that in her house, before they got married, they both said like, divorce is never a word. We don't speak it. We don't, we, so it really, I think it changes the dynamics of something not that not that anyone should um like if it's an abusive situation if you're if you're at risk if someone is 
you know, sleeping around on you, bringing home all sorts of diseases, stuff like that. I don't believe that you should stay in that. But if it's something that can be worked out, knowing like, okay, I may sleep on the couch, you may sleep in the bed, I may sleep in the guest room, you may sleep here, but we're not leaving. We're not, there is no like escaping this. Everything that we need in this relationship is within us. So I got to figure out how to better provide what you need. You got to figure out how to better provide what I need. But once we get in this, yeah, that's it. I think if we came to it like that, it would, it would be easier. I also think that social media, like it's, it's very cliche, but I think that social media makes it very hard now for people to stay in a relationship where it's just them because you know before social media it was like you pretty much had who was in your city to get married to and then if you are in church especially pentecostal churches it's like i can only be with you if you speak in tongues or at least believe that speaking in tongues is real so that limits your choices even further unless you like go visit a church and see somebody there you know something like that our options were a lot more limited whereas now everybody is a dm away everybody is a text away everybody is a facetime away and it makes it easier to like see what else is what else is out there um and i think that it is it's hard to compete with that with somebody yeah like like... i could i could deal with the person down the pew from us who winks at britney like dude get away but somebody in la i don't know like you know what i mean like i i can't (laughs) So I, I, I think that that is hard, um, but I ultimately think that it comes down to a decision that you make and it takes God to help you keep that decision. But I don't, I don't know if there's the one, cause I, I think too, I was born in Alaska. Brittany was born in Kentucky. Brittany moved to Columbus, then moved back to Kentucky. We both moved back at the same time. But the moving part for me and Brittany to have ended up at the same place at the same time yeah. is a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And like the only reason that we ended up at the church that we were at was because gas went to $4 a gallon and we were going to church 45 minutes away. And my family was like, we need to find something closer. So we ended up at our church, but we were only planning to be there until gas prices went back down. Like we were never planning (laughs) to stay. So all of that, there is the part of me that's like, oh, all of this happened so me and Brittany could end up together. Part of it is like, Brittany and I were going in the same direction. Mm -hmm. She loves to serve, I love to serve. She loves music, I love music. She loves praise and worship, I love praise and worship. We both grew up in ministry households. It, it it makes sense. So, the short answer of my long answer is, I don't know. <laughs> but, 
Don't let nobody prophesy to you who you're supposed to marry, especially if that person is not interested, because that is just that's just weird. And then it and then it gets to like manipulation, yeah. and it's a little witchy to yeah. me. Yeah. But that's just me. Yeah. That's just me. Praise I'll, God. I'll catch up you some money for this counseling session. Praise God. Praise <laughs> God. Yeah. I. I've been thinking about going back to school for counseling. I don't know. Hmm. Could be something there. Yeah, there could be. Cause I I needed a counselor mm-hmm. after I sang at the Holiness Church. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Um. <laughs> so, listen, guys. The reason that I got Aaron for this podcast one is because he is one of my greatest friends. I met Aaron in 2012, and so we are 11 years deep in the friendship, so there's no backing out at this point. They <laughs> Pretty say, much for life. Yeah. They say after seven years, like, if, if your friendship survives seven years, they're your friends for life. Yeah. Um, but Aaron told me a story that was so... It's believable because I know where this happened, but it's unbelievable because it never should have happened. Um, so without giving up the location, I just I want you to, to just paint this picture. I'll jump in, ask ask some questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but give your undivided attention to uh, Pastor Aaron Tipton, <laughs> pastor of Jesus Church. Praise God. Uh, okay, so so I went to this anonymous location <laughs> for, for church. <laughs> for church. For church. Yeah. And so, like, I had some family that was attending some special services. And <laughs> I love how you're saying this. Yes. 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 And so I went to go see them because I lived, I was working at a place that was just a couple hours away. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, it's an opportunity to go see my family. So obviously, like, this church is different than, the, like, the way I believe and blah, 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 blah. And, like, if, if you don't know me, like, I like streetwear. So uh, I usually have like bleached hair nowadays. Mm-hmm. I have earrings and a nose ring and a singular tattoo on my <gasps> Ink? Everybody gasped. <laughs> um, liberal, liberal. <laughs> and so, so I, I go to this anonymous church service and I'm just wearing some blue Air Force Ones and some joggers and a baggy shirt and stuff like that. Aaron's shoe game is crazy. I just want to point that out. Ah, uh, the Lord's the Lord's helped me. That's what everybody says when they know that that they have bragging rights. <laughs> okay, continue, continue. And so I, I went to the service, and like service was ending, there was an altar call, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go up and I'm gonna worship Jesus because I love Him. You know, yes. for a couple minutes, and just see what happens. Yes. And um, I'm over there. First and, off, first off. Um, altar call. Yeah. What was like the theme of the altar call, or was it just like a come let's worship together? 
I feel like there was an altar call, but honestly, I was like, okay, I wasn't in the moment. So you just wanted to worship? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so I went up and I was in the little corner by myself, you know, not far from my family, hands lifted, mm-hmm. you know, I started feeling the Lord, started feeling the movement of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and you know, I I started like almost crying a little bit, then all of a sudden this mm-hmm. stranger of a man comes up. <laughs> And puts his hand on me and like starts praying for me. Mm-hmm. And he starts prophesying. And he says, I see you with cars. And I see you with houses and stacks of cash and money. And everything you could ever want. And I'm like, me? <coughs> I see. <laughs> so, so you just wanted to worship. That's it. You literally... Don't even know what the altar call was about. (laughs) You just wanted to worship. Yes. Man comes up, stranger. Stranger. Danger. Starts saying, I see you with cars, Mm -hmm. houses, money, everything you could ever want. Yeah. Okay. And um, he starts prophesying to me of, of like how I'm getting this money is like illegal and like with drugs and all this other type of stuff. And so as he's going on, I'm like, man, this is, this is so off. And then he's like, if I'm wrong, you just tell me. And I don't say a word. I just Wait, so you didn't confirm or deny? I didn't confirm nor deny <laughs> that these allegations were true. So I was just like, I, I would rather save myself the embarrassment of telling him, hey, you're wrong. And probably save him like some type of like mm-hmm. embarrassment as well mm-hmm. and just endure it for the next two minutes, mm-hmm. you know? And so I didn't say a word and just kept my head bowed and my like hands out in like a receiving position. And this man just went on and on and on. So it's so he's basically said, I see you with everything the world has to offer, <laughs> but you're gonna have to sell drugs to do it. Ill- illegal drugs. Yeah. And so he's like the Lord's calling you to lay all this down now. And they're like, to give this up and follow him. And I'm like, I am a follower. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm a follower. <laughs> so, and it just like awkwardly ends in this like weird way. And he like just like ends up patting me on the shoulder and like walking away. <laughs> Okay, here's here's my takeaway from this. You false prophets have until the end of 2023 to continue on doing what you're doing. Because at the strike of midnight, January 1st, 2024, if you ask me if you're wrong, I'm going to say yes. I'm we we can't we can't actually actually it's probably going to start on my birthday mm-hmm. June 16th. So if you want to come to me with a false prophecy, you better do it before June 16th <laughs> because I am like Aaron, you should have told him. You know what? I thought you about are it. wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel I feel I, I I get it now like I should have said something, but in the moment I think I was so shocked yeah. that that was like the thing. <laughs> So it was and the like, bravery that, that this person had to have to come up to a stranger and say, I see you with money, cars, and houses, mm-hmm. and illegal, like, 
what? Mm-hmm. No, you don't see me. You don't, mm-hmm. you, you. Mm-hmm. And Aaron doesn't sell drugs, whoever you were. No, I don't. Praise God. Just the drug of the Holy Spirit. The gospel. <laughs> the gospel is so corny. <laughs> I'm selling gospels. Oh, up the... you would have had one of those like outreach tracks uh, in your pocket and you just could have handed like it the fake thousand dollar yes bill. yes <laughs> now did this per? do you know if this person went to the to the church i want to say he was visiting with that makes it even worse yeah because because who was your pastor if you're if you're doing stuff like this, you're embarrassing your pastor and your church. Well, maybe he was the pastor. Who knows? That's even worse. One time, I went through this healing line, <laughs> and this man pulled me over to the side, and he said, "You'll never battle this high blood pressure again. Never." I never had high blood pressure. Oh, no. I never had it. Now, did my blood pressure rise after that night? Yes. The exact (laughs) opposite of what he said has happened to me. Like, what? What? I'm not even up here for the the blood pressure. My blood pressure was great. Bewitchment. (laughs) But I think that people are... People are doing these fake prophecies because they're not getting embarrassed. Mm. Now, this is an unpopular belief. A very unpopular belief. Mm. But I do believe in a healthy level of shame. Mm. Not shame that you can't come back from. Mm. But like... You need to be a little embarrassed. Like a little bit of constructive criticism. Yeah, like, yeah. I I hear the voice of my mom when I'm about to do something that could, like, bring embarrassment. Mm-hmm. That's like, don't do this. So if I, if I do it, mm-hmm. then part of what could come with that is embarrassment. Like, yeah. and this is why people shouldn't get participation trophies because they grow up to be false prophets. All of you false prophets that just got trophies just for showing up. They play basketball for upward. (laughs) (laughs) I know the type. (laughs) (sighs) All of you all of you false prophets that your parents took you to a private school so you could be the best at sports. 
but you weren't the best in public school. This is this is what happens. This is what the YMCA. Those are the people who are prophesying over us today. And you should have been embarrassed as a child. <laughs> I I uh, I need to take a poll of like the craziest false prophecies people have received. Oh man, did you see that one where the uh, false prophet uh, or I don't know, false, I'm gonna call it out. Okay, false prophet. Okay, lady um, called out the drummer. Did you see that whole thing? And told him he had like yes. forty eight hours. Yes, it was almost like a death threat. Yes. Sort of. Oh yeah, I saw that in Atlanta. They're running rampant. And it needs to be stopped. Yeah. And it needs to be stopped. And you pastors out there, stand up for us. We are getting abused out here by these false prophets. And I know you see them. <laughs> Call them out. It, it, it's crazy. My God. It is crazy. And speaking of false prophets, my next door neighbor has a Trump sign up. <laughs> and I just want to know... First off, do we know if Trump is actually running for this next election? And if and if he does but loses, how many losses does he have to have before she takes down the sign? Oh, God. I thought he was going to jail. Maybe not. Well, I, th- I don't think he's going to jail. Did he got too much money? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's going to jail. But I just want to... I just want to know, like, when, when, in the name of accurate prophecy, when do the Trump signs come down? Yeah. Like, is there is there another sign that says, this is what I believe without it saying Trump? Trump. Yeah. I may have to edit that out. I may lose <sighs> 10 followers for that. <laughs> but, but, guys, it's time. Time to let go. <laughs> let, let, let go and let God, please. <laughs> because, because, the, uh, are the prophets not seeing any younger presidents? Is it really between these old, but like, once I get to, really once I get to 65, I don't want to be dealing with the stress of anybody but myself. Like, yeah. running a country? Are you kidding me? No, yeah. no. Nothing. Catch me on the beach. Send me my social security check and leave me alone. Leave me alone. Yes, we'll be at Jesus Church. Well, Aaron, I... Okay, one question before we wrap up. Okay. You have preached. Mm-hmm. You have played mm-hmm. all five instruments. Mm-hmm. You've laid hands. You've prophesied accurately. You are hungry. Mm-hmm. Starving, even. Yes. You can go to any restaurant. There's no wait. Oof. They have a table just for you. Yeah. The chef is preparing things to your liking. Yeah. What restaurant are you going to? Okay, I'm going to Ruth Chris. Oh. I'm getting their steak and their lobster mac and cheese. Now, I have had 
my mom's leftovers of the lobster mac and cheese, and it was very good. Oh, it was delicious. It was very good. The man of God is going to Ruth Chris. All right, Aaron, I just want you to um, pray over the people's week and close us out. Again, I'm so grateful that you are here. You are a great, great friend. I'm very proud of you. And I think I've told you this before, but I am proud of you that you have never stopped because you've had multiple reasons and opportunities to like stop you or knock you knock you down mm -hmm. and the fact that you are still playing you still have like joy about playing and serving in the ministry I it's, it's a great thing to watch so I'm very proud of you um, go ahead and pray over the people's week invite them to uh, to JC whenever it, it opens okay do you do you do you feel do you feel that you'll preach again? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll church plant. Okay, we'll talk about this after the podcast is over. Go ahead and pray. Okay, Lord, we thank you uh, for your grace and your mercy. I pray over who's listening right now that they would have a great week, that they would feel your joy, your peace, and your grace in their lives. And we thank you for Jay, and we thank you for his ministry. We thank you for bringing laughter into our lives, and we just love you. And we... Just pray that we glorify you in everything that we do. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. This has been a wonderful episode of Church Kids Unite. Yeah.